Hello, hello, and thank you again for tuning into this podcast. It is Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast. Hey, 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 everyone. I pray that everybody's doing well. I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that every day you are fighting towards the truth. I pray that everything that you are going through, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know life has been doing its ups and downs, and it almost feels like we're on a roller coaster. One minute we're up, the next minute we're down. One minute we're up, the next minute we're down, right? But as we know, we serve a God that is able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly over all that we can ever ask or think. So we have to continue to push towards faith. Amen? Faith is work, you know, and a lot of times we feel that you know, we want things not just handed to us, but we got to put the work in. And when we put the work in, then we can start seeing the fruits of our labors. So sometimes we feel like at times we're in a wilderness. Sometimes we may feel like, you know, we don't understand certain things. Sometimes we feel like life isn't fair, but you don't realize in that wilderness is building something in you. It's producing something in you, something that you couldn't even imagine. So even though that's not the topic, I just wanted to encourage you, just this little clip right here, just to let you know, keep going because there is light at the end of this tunnel and trouble don't last always. You got to be willing to put your best foot forward to say, I'm going to stand for righteousness sake, despite the eyes that are against me. Um, No matter what people say around me or how they feel about me, I have to still put my best foot forward knowing that I serve a God that is able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly. Amen? All right. So today's topic is about just taming your mouth, right? (laughs) Sometimes, y'all, we don't realize We subject our mouths and our tongues and our worries and our cares, and we steer ourselves away from the promises that God has for us. You ever be in life where you're just in a tough season and you don't know what's going on? You frustrated, you pray, you fight nothing's happened. You just like, God, I'm doing all that I know how to do. I just don't understand why am I still here? What is this? You could be in a season where you're in your wilderness, where you you have to sit there for a little season. But while you're sitting there, ask God, what is it that I need to learn so I can be a better steward of you? I was saying it in a few of my podcasts, God put me in an isolation season. So if you guys have listened to that, please go back because this is what we call the isolation. You can call it an isolation. You can call it a wilderness, depending on how you feel and what's taking place in your season. Um, I was in it and I felt like everybody just left me. It was just between me and God. And we don't realize that's what God does. He puts us in these wilderness and make us feel like life isn't fair. But what he's really doing is taking your mind off of life that you feel like should be fair. The Bible says do not be conformed to this world. And sometimes we become so conformed to the world that we tend to put our mouths on things and talk about things and be involved in things. When God is like, yeah, no, you are supposed to be separate from that stuff. 
you're not supposed to tune your lips to that stuff. Because then when you tune your lips, you accept everything that comes with it. So if you're worried, what do you do when you start talking about worry? Well, I just don't understand. And, I, and now you're accepting everything that comes with worry. When the Bible says, do not pray and worry. What do you do when you're just feeling anxious? Oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to go about this. I don't know how to, you know, fix this and this and this and that. And my life feels like it's just falling apart. When God says to be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. So that's where God wants us to be. Do not subject your mouths to the season of where you are. All you should be doing is in worship. You tell God, thank you. You tell God to order your steps. If it's something that's going to cause you to come out of your godly character, you are to not say anything. It's better to not say nothing than to tune your mouth and to say things that can cause you to go back to the old way of thinking or cause you to feel double-minded in your heart to not go back and question God. And God is like, I'm still doing what I'm doing. You just got to put your best foot forward. I'm still on the throne knitting you together. I'm doing my job. I just need you to do your job by trusting in me with your whole heart and leaning not to your own understanding, but just in all of your ways, acknowledge me so I can continue to direct your path. We don't realize that when you're in these vulnerable moments, you got to seek God more than ever. You got to seek God more than ever. You can't seek TV. You can't seek your friends. You can't, especially if you got friends that all they want to do is give you a yes, I'm in a yes, girl, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what that's about. Yeah, that's what that should be. No, you need some godly friends that's going to tell you, sis, just be quiet. Be not weary and well doing. Be not weary and well doing. You're going to be just fine. Just hold on. You need friends like that. You don't need friends that say, well, just do this. Do just do. No, because sometimes God wants you to be still and know that he is God. Be still. Be still. Because the more you're still, that's yourself. That's you giving God that moment to speak to you, to talk to you, to nourish you, to give you everything that you need to keep on going. So what should we do? Anytime we feel like we want to subject our mouths to something, let me go on God's word. Because I ain't about to mess up my blessings because I feel something. We talked about feelings as well. You can't rely on them. We're very fickle. One minute we're up, next minute we're down. Can you really rely on your feelings? No. So God is telling us, just tame your mouth. Do not subject your mouth to everything on how you feel because you're going to be living off of emotions and not living off of faith. Faith is the unseen realm. Your feelings is what you feel and the things that you can't see. So you have to choose this day. What are you going to serve? Your feelings or God and have faith? Because that's what's getting us in trouble today. What we feel what we feel and God is like it's not about what you feel because your feelings are not always accurate because you're in your feelings you have a thought about something that may not even be real those could be false arguments false accusations vain imagination 
Did you actually see that happen? And if this is your life right now, who told you that your life was messed up? Who called you confused? Because I don't call you confused. I just got you in a season where I'm knitting you together and I'm taking you away from the world because you've been too conformed to it. You don't picked up his systems. My pastor called it. You don't call clientitis. Clientitis is when someone put you into a foreign country for you to change their system, but you stay there long enough, you just end up becoming just like them. So you don't got clientitis. Instead of you going there to change their system, you went and accepted this system and been a part of the system, and now you don't call up and you just a part of that system. So don't catch clientitis. Don't catch it. You got to fight for you. You got to put your best foot forward. You got to tell yourself, Can I, I know that all things work together for the good of those that believe and that are called according to his purpose. I know this. So if you know it, you got to put your best foot forward. So I just want to encourage you along your journey, along your walk, rather if you're in a good season or a bad season, please seek God in everything that you do. And don't get your blessings and forget about God because he's also the God that will take it away if you get clientitis. <laughs> don't get clientitis when God blesses you either because you were in that wilderness for a reason. You were in that season for a reason. So everything God is going to teach you in this moment just be teachable. Do not be always in that moment of why or woe it's me because that's a selfish moment. That's a selfish feeling. And it's hard for God to speak to you and through you if all you keep doing is speaking discord to yourself. And stop putting God in this bubble. We want God to be like this. We want God to be like that. You want God to be like this one way. You want God. God is just God. The more you read about him, the more you will understand his characteristics. You can't expect God to be in your world to do what you want him to do. And then when he doesn't do what you want him to do, you back up and get into your feelings. And then you say things about yourself or God as if you're the author and the finisher of your faith and you're not. So if you're going to present your body as a living sacrifice unto the Lord, holy and acceptable unto him, you have to also give him your mind. You have to let him govern over your mind. And how do you let God govern over your mind? By reading his word day and night. By washing yourself in his word. Because the world already is doing what it's supposed to do. It got the TV shows rolling, ongoing. It got TikTok having you swiping for three hours, which is very toxic. He's showing me that too. He just recently told me, he said, you swipe too long. Do not be conformed. It's okay to be on it, but you got to give yourself a time frame. So if you have to start putting yourself a timer to say, hey, I'm only going to be on this for 10 minutes. Because we can scroll, we can swipe. We don't realize what it, that is doing to our minds. And then when we get off of there, we just feel so either gunky, we feel blessed, we feel discouraged, we feel sad. You, you just never know what you're going to feel when you get on your TikTok or you get on your social media. Whatever platform you're on, you just never know how you're going to feel. 
So you have to give yourself a short span of being on something and you got to get off because you do not want to wool yourself into something so long and you're so embedded into it that when you come out, you're questioning everything about yourself or you're comparing yourself to someone else because of something that you've seen compared to just where you are in your temporary state. So we have to start maturing here so God can start giving us the big blessings. He's been giving us a little small inklings to let him know, I'm here, I'm here. But now he's ready to give us these big packages now. So we have to kind of like mature in a way where we can accept the packages and like my pastor say, not get clientitis. Are you mature enough to be that believer, that daughter, that son, that God can place a big blessing in its hands and they won't run off and say, look what I got, I, 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 and not he, 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 he. Because it wasn't you that got it. It's him that put the blessing in your hands. And the blessing is for you to get, allow him to get his glory through that blessing, even though you accepted the benefit that came with it because of your obedience. Amen. So I just want to give you three scriptures and I want you to hold on to them because we're going to grow together. We're going to grow together. This is going to help you along your journey. This is going to help you stay encouraged. This is going to help you know that you got to stand on his word. So anytime you feel something, no, nah, what does the Bible say? Let me, I'll be back, y'all. You go and read that scripture and you take a stand. So now that you're not living in your feelings and your emotions or you're not subjecting your mouth to anything, I'm standing on the word because I know that his word cannot return back unto his void. And if I stand on his word, when God comes finding me, he's going to find me blameless because all I did was stand on the word. I didn't stand on anything else. I stood on his word. That's how God wants it to be. What did you do when I had you in this season? I stood on your word. Every time I was in my feelings, I said, ah, right, let me go back and say, what does the Bible say? Okay, I'm standing on that. You don't got nothing to say? Mm-mm. I have nothing to say? Mm-mm. It's okay to be quiet, to protect your heart, to protect your mind. We have to stop subjecting ourselves to everything like a sponge. Or if, we, if the enemy comes in, we just subject ourselves. What did you say? What did they do to me? Oh, they did do that to me back in 1946. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I ain't got nothing to say to that. Don't subject. <laughs> Mm-mm. Object it. Mm-mm. Not mine. That was a while ago. Well, you remember when this happened to you? Mm-mm. I sure don't. That was a while ago. Well, remember just yesterday. You Yeah, that was yesterday. Today is a brand new day. I got a chance to live to see a brand new day. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, you don't know what the day is going to hold. Yeah, today is the day that the Lord has made, so I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because that's what the Bible says. I'm standing on that scripture right there. I'm standing on it. I'm standing. I'm standing on the word. I'm standing knowing that my God got me. And the enemy's going to keep being persuasive. And sometimes he may try to rock you all day, but you have to take a stand. And the only way to take a stand is you have to know his word. So on this podcast, I'm going to keep giving you guys words just to help you stand. You know, it's helping me. I got to help you. We're going to help each other. So the scriptures are 
Proverbs 15, 1 through 2. And it says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of a fool pours out folly. You do not want to be someone who just talk, 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 because it's going to make you a fool, the Bible says. And God don't call you a fool, but if you act like one, then that's what you're going to be called. So if someone is coming at you a certain way, answer them with a soft answer. A soft answer. 15, I'm mean, sorry, Proverbs 15 and 4 says, gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. You do not want to crush your brother and sister's spirit because today was just not that day. And they got it all out of me because I was just I wasn't that type of day. Nope. You gotta operate in self-control this time. And if you don't have nothing nice to say, give them a gentle word. Redirect them to what they need to hear and go about your day. Proverbs sixteen, twenty-three through twenty-four says from a wise mind, wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So you didn't realize when you give them a soft answer, it's going to turn away <laughs> their wrath. How can anyone come at you when you're speaking to them with a soft spirit or you're encouraging them? Because they came to you irate. You don't have to come back irate. Soft answers. Gentle spirits. No, Can't no one come against that. They could be screaming so loud, but when you speak to them softly, their voice will come down and they won't even know it. And now you have the control over this conversation. That's what God is trying to show us. You're a leader. You're not a follower. And if it's not that type of day, you just give them a soft answer and you go about your day. You know your strengths. You know your weaknesses. Protect you. You have to protect you in this season. Protect you. Stop subjecting your mouths to every little thing that you feel, see, think, or do. Ask God, is this the way you want me to think? Is this the plan that you have for me? I don't want to be a double-minded child because the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. That is not me, Father. Clean me up. Some of us just need to repent. Father, forgive me for I have sinned and I've turned away from your glory. But here I am. I rededicate my life back to you. I accept your son Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to turn away, and turn away just means re-educate yourself so you don't go back to the old way of thinking. How do you re-educate yourself? Get into the Word of God and start reading on what you're going through. If you have to Google to get in the Bible because you don't know Bible, Google it. Google it, but get back into that Bible and you find it where it said it was at. Write it down on a sticky note and take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. God loves you, but he's not going to keep allowing your mess when he's trying to give you a blessing. 
So if your blessing got to get put on the shelf because we don't want to do right, then he'll do just that because God is not going to give us anything prematurely. Whether we are in our feelings, you cannot pump and prime God to do anything. He's God. He's God. And he loves you enough to make you wait. So we got to come from amongst ourselves, come from amongst this wild thinking, come from amongst this woe it's me, come from amongst this but I, 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 it has nothing to do with you. This is about the glory of God. When he gets his glory, the benefits come at, comes to you. What God will give you the task to do something and then bless you for the things that he told you to do? <sighs> he didn't get the glory back. I mean, he got the glory back by you being obedient to what he told you to do. But he wants to bless you because of what you've done. I mean, come on. He's amazing. He's a fair God. He genuinely has your best interests. He knows you like the back of his hand. He knows the number of hairs that are on your head. We don't even know that. <laughs> so that's the person you need to actually put your trust and your soul and your everything in. I'm sorry, not person, but God. That's the God you got to put yourself in because God is not a person. Amen. I love y'all. We got to continue to keep growing. We can't keep, you know, um, walking around with baggage. <laughs> These last few, you know, podcasts been about just releasing yourself, bringing all of that stuff down, lay aside every weight. Those weights are not yours. Put them down. You don't have to carry. You don't have to be a carrier of that. And that goes for sicknesses and diseases. You don't have to be a carrier of that. You just have to know who you are. Who are you? Take a stand. Do not be in your feelings. Be in the word. What does the word say in your situation? Then you stand on that right there. And don't give up. If you're in the will of God, you're going to be just fine. You're going to come out. It's just a season. Seasons change. He is a seasonal God. You can be in a glory season. And then you can be in a wilderness season. But to know it to be in a wilderness season means he's getting ready to elevate you to be even more than what you are already. So it's an honor to be in that season, even though it does not feel good. But then that goes back into feelings with feel good, feel, feel. We got to come out of our feelings. And everything is not about I, I, I. It's about he, he, he. When you be about your father's business, <laughs> your father will see to it that your business is already kept. We had it backwards. I got to get me together first. No, you don't. He will get you together. You just got to keep seeking after him. You just got to keep being a good steward of his word. And as you do that, all that stuff that you're struggling with will just shed off. Because you're not going to have an appetite for that stuff in no way because you keep diving into his word. So while you're going with him, he's exchanging all of that stuff that's in you. He's just pulling it out. And then you'll go back and be like, oh, I did used to struggle with that, girl. I ain't mess with that no more. Mm-mm. 
That ain't my lot in life. That ain't my story. Right? It's an exchange for an exchange. You're going into getting peace, love, joy, and then you're realizing he's just taking away all the gunk and unforgiveness and all of this stuff that you have going on. Because the more you read the Bible, the more it'll mirror and magnify the struggles that you have going on. So keep reading his word. And when you see the struggles that you're coming with, don't subject your mouth and say, oh, I didn't know I was, I just got all this going on. Yeah, you have it going on because it has to expose itself for you to see that this is the root of the problem. So then you ask God, what do I do with it? Allow him to tell you, teach you, train you, mold you, shape you. Don't do it on your own. You can't do it on your own. That's why we've been in it for so long. So we're going to forgive, we're going to repent, and we're going to trust in our Father. We're not going to subject our mouths to just anything because of what we feel. Amen? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to just say thank you, Father, for my brother or for my sister that is listening to this podcast. Lord God, you are elevating them like never before. You are getting ready to take them to glory to glory. Lord God, we repent of our sins right now, God. If we have done anything that was outside of your will that can put some type of hindrance towards the blessings and the promises that you have for us, Father God, I ask that you forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, if any of us have turned away from you, oh God, and went and got clientitis, oh God, I ask that you will forgive us, oh God. We turn away now from our sins, oh God, and we push towards the mark of what you have for us, Father God. Forgive us from the way we think. Forgive us for putting our trust in man. Forgive us for putting our trust in our jobs. Forgive us for putting our trust in our children. Forgive us for putting our trust in anything that is not like you. Forgive us now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we want to serve you. Lord God, we don't want to serve our problems. We want to serve you, Lord God. So we will be mindful on how to not tame our mouths or subject our mouths to things, Lord God, when your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So continue to allow... We will, we will continue to allow ourselves to read your word. We will continue to wash our your, your word into our hearts, Lord God. We will continue to do a new thing, Lord God, so you can get the glory, Lord God. This is not about us. We had it backwards, Father God. This is about you. This is about your kingdom come and your will being done on earth as it is in heaven. We're pulling heaven down here on earth, Lord God. We're not here to just do what we're supposed to do to be good people and then go to heaven. No, you want us to pull heaven down here on earth. You want us to operate in our God-given authority. You want us to stir up the gifts, Lord God. You want us to go and possess the lands. You want us to make your name be great here on the earth, Lord God. We don't want the enemy to get the glory over this life, oh God, but we have to straighten up, Lord God. We have to continue to seek you first, Lord God, so that way this world can straighten up. It's us that's not in the positions, Lord God. So we claim the victory now that we're standing in position. We're going to read your word. We're going to seek after you. We're going to push towards the mark, Lord God, withholding 
nothing, anything that is trying to hold us, oh God, we release it right now in the name of Jesus. We will not continue to walk around with baggage that is not ours. You said to lay aside every weight, Lord God. So we lay aside every weight. We lay aside every struggle. We lay aside every stronghold. We lay aside every addiction. We lay aside everything that is not like you, Lord God, so you can get the glory and we will receive the benefits because of our obedience. You said that obedience is better than sacrifice, Lord God. So we're going to continue to operate in obedience. And if we don't get it right, all we have to do is repent and get back towards the course, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not operate out of our feelings anymore, but we will operate in you. We will continue to do your will. We will continue to do your way. So I thank you, God, that we pushed ourselves out of the way and we're welcoming you into our lives, into our hearts, into our minds, into our homes, into our marriages, into our jobs, into our vehicles, into our problems. We are welcoming you right now in the name of Jesus. And we know that all things are getting ready to work together for the good of those that believe and that are called according to your purpose. We thank you and we give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And that is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love y'all. I pray all is well with you guys. I pray that you will continue to push, 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 push. You are right at the finish line. Keep going. Keep pursuing. Keep reading. Keep redirecting yourself. Amen. I love y'all. If anybody is seeking any type of um, coaching, whether that is single, trying to become married, or if that is marital counseling, please email me at newlifenewyouatl at gmail.com. My website is under construction right now, but I do receive emails and I'm still accepting appointments. All right. I love you guys. Stay lifted, stay motivated, and know that God has your best interest. And all you have to do is put your best foot forward. Amen. Have a good day.